0: Three, two, one. here we go broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe it's the matlock show he loves all things conservative politics and if there's a microphone nearby you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it and now a true original the common sense conservative here's your host matlock Oh yeah, Thursday here on The Matlock Show. Welcome in. So glad you're along for the ride. Find me over on Twitter. Where else am I at? Parlor, Instagram, at Real Matlock. You can find me The Cartel Matt and The Matlock Show over on Facebook. But if you would do me a huge favor, head over to thematlockshow.com. L-O-C-K-E is how you spell my last name. For those of you tuning in that are new, I'm going to tell you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you out there who are sharing The Matlock Show, who are retweeting it, who are putting it on Facebook, wherever you may find this show because the numbers are growing every single day, and it is because of you that that's the reason. Thank you so much. Um, head over to the Matlockshow.com because this part of the show is brought to you by Verve Forever. Now, Verve Forever is a fantastic company that deals in CBD oil creams, you name it, for all kinds of different stuff, for your pets, for veterans, for athletes, for you. If you're looking for CBD, if you're having trouble sleeping, you've got some inflammation, you're not feeling well, you need some energy, you're looking to get rid of maybe some headaches or whatnot, it, it works. I'm going to tell you CBD oil works. It's amazing. And Verve forever.com the link is on my website the show.com you can go over there and click that link it will take you to my site I'm an ambassador for Ver Forever love that TK over there is a fantastic guy but if you head over there and I just realized I haven't been telling you the good news so pickled squirrel yesterday said hey I bought some CBD oil and there's 50% off coupon there is there is a 50% off Coupon until the end of August. Today's the 22nd. You've got about what nine more days to use this Verve, V E R V E 50 for first time buyers through the end of this month. So if you head to my link over on the matlock show.com, you'll see my Verve Forever link. Click on that link, use Verve 50, Verve 50, if you're a first time buyer, and you are going to get 50% off your initial order. How good is that? You're looking for CBD oil. You're looking to get rid of inflammation. You're getting rid of maybe headaches. Maybe you're looking to sleep better. Head over to thematlockshow.com. Hit that Verve Forever link. Use Verve 50, V-E-R-V-E 50. Get 50% off your first purchase with Verve Forever CBD oil creams. They're fantastic. Do it now, thematlockshow.com. Hit that link. Use Verve 50. You'll get 50% off your first purchase. All right, Lots to talk about today, lots and lots to cram into an hour. Tomorrow we got the Friday roundup. So on Fridays, what I'm going to do, um, I still can't get a hold of chef Patrick. I, I don't know what's going on over there. I'm going to try to uh, reach out to him today, Thursday and uh, figure out, cause I want to bring back beer for brunch. I do, but you can't do beer for brunch by yourself. And if you're recording a podcast, I have to talk for an hour. I can't just sit here and try to drink a beer and talk to you and have silence. It, it just would not work correctly. So I'm waiting to hear back from Chef Patrick. So if you know Chef Patrick, ding him, hit him up. It's at Food Pro on Twitter and tell him to get his butt in contact with me so we can figure out this beer for brunch on Fridays. But for now, on Friday, I'm going to do the Friday roundups. And that, all that's going to be, it's just going to be a hodgepodge of everything I miss during the week because I carry stories over every day. You know, I have more than an hour's worth of content. And you know me, it, it takes me 20 minutes just to clear my throat. So I normally don't get to every story every day. So I just put it on the bottom of the stack, bottom of the stack, bottom of the stack. And before you know it, I've got a whole stack of stuff that I'm going to start covering on Fridays. Everything that didn't make the grade or the list on Thursday or, well, throughout the entire week, let's put it that way, gets shuffled back to Friday. So the Friday roundup will be tomorrow. Hope you stick around for that. Hope you do that. But I uh, Keep sharing. Thank you so much. You guys are sharing this. You just, you're doing, thank you. You're doing so well about sharing the show. The numbers are are going up every day. It's fantastic. We're growing by leaps and bounds. Big things are coming. I'm working on a few deals. I'm, I'm doing some stuff here in the DFW area, teaming up with a, some some different companies, doing all kinds of things. So you're going to have to pay attention. Stay tuned for that. But uh, today's show, Donald Trump, you, you know, my heart for veterans, love them. Love our veterans. Love, love, love them. Used to do honoring our heroes on the cartel. I'm working on some stuff here for veterans, for firefighters, for police officers, for first responders here in the DFW area. I'm working on some stuff that I'll hopefully be unveiling here in about a month. Merchandise is coming. My hats should be done on Friday. So if you're looking for a Matlock Show hat, they're going to be up on the website probably in the next 10 days or so. I got to get some pictures, do all that kind of stuff, get some green screen stuff, that kind of thing, get them up, get my uh, shopping cart built, all that stuff. Because if you go to my website, you'll see the shops under construction and it is, I'm trying to get all that done. There'll be hats, there'll be shirts. Uh, We're working on a few other things. So as they, as we slowly roll that out, that'll be there. But uh, I love veterans. I love our veterans, love everything about them, want to do more things for them. Donald Trump did. And I'll tell you, if anybody even wants to guess at Trump's heart for our military. I mean, all you have to do is look at his actions. Look at what he's done. I mean, he's raised the pay for our military, which they should get paid a lot more. It's almost like school teachers. School teachers in the military not paid nearly enough to do what they do. So Trump comes in and he says, "Look, we got to we got to we got to rebuild our military." And that's normal. I mean, normally these Democrat presidents come in, and they tear down the military. They don't like the military, but they want to go fight all these wars everywhere, right? But they don't like the military. So Trump comes in and he raises the pay for militaries. Well, yesterday, Trump canceled federal student debt for wounded warriors. Quote, veterans who have made such enormous sacrifices for our country should not be asked to pay any more. Rather, it is America who owes our heroes a supreme debt of gratitude. Trump said, I could not agree more. Couldn't. I could. I yeah, I agree more. Let's put it that way. I think I said that wrong. I, I can't I, I love this. I absolutely love where Trump's heart is at. Because here's the thing. If you go off and fight for your country and you're wounded, lose a leg, an arm, both like I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it. God bless you men and women who do that. You should, and and, and I have no problem paying more taxes to pick up that bill. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. See, that's the thing. I don't mind taking care of the people who go off and protect our freedom and liberty. I don't. Now, I don't want to pay for someone's free college because they're too damn lazy and they want to sit in mom and dad's basement and they go get a degree in women's studies that they can absolutely not use in the real world. I don't want to pay for that. But if you're a wounded warrior, you should have that debt paid president spoke to an AMVETS convention in Kentucky on Wednesday, announcing his decision, and he signed the document. Trump said the memorandum would effectively cancel the federal student debts of thousands of wounded American veterans. According to the White House, the memorandum orders Secretaries of Education and Veteran Affairs to expedite totally and permanently that disabled veterans have their federal student loan debt discharged. Yes. Trump also touted his administration's accomplishments for America's military veterans. Quote, after years of neglect, we are fixing the heartbreaking failures from the last administration of the Department of Veteran Affairs. He said, America must never abandon our heroes in their hour of need. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you for looking out for the men and women who sacrifice everything, their life, a limb, Their health, whatever it may be, to fight for the freedom and liberty that you and I enjoy every single day. It is only because of a veteran that I can get behind this microphone every day and bring you the Matlock Show. It is only because of a veteran that we have the greatest country on the planet Earth. Only because of the men and women who put on the uniform and fight for the freedoms you enjoy every single day. It's amazing, and now let's get the VA. Let's get the VA taken care of because now that you know th- this is what we need. And I've said this before too: veterans ought to be able to go to any health facility and get care. They shouldn't have. My dad's a veteran. I've seen the VA crap that he goes through. It's awful. There, there are a lot of wait times. There are things you can't do. I mean, you know, the Democrats are like, well, let's let's turn uh, let's turn the uh, you know the private health care system into the VA. No no, it's not near good enough. It needs to be better. It needs to be better for our our veterans who fought, who suffered, who have given their all. They need to be taken care of. And I've always said that I have no problem paying more taxes if that money is going to go to help take care of a veteran. So Trump said the wait times in the Veterans Affairs Hospital have been slashed by 33% and touted more VA accountability, allowing bad employees to get fired. Good for him. Quote, now when someone mistreats you or mistreats people in the VA, we know what happens, right? It's called you're fired. Veterans in the audience applauded and cheered after Trump said that over 7,600 faulty Veterans Affairs employees were fired from the system. Veterans also cheered Trump's announcement that he cut the amount of opioid drugs being prescribed by the Veterans Affairs Hospital. Quote, get a painkiller that's not addictive, Trump said, and we're closer than you think. Trump also spoke about preventing uh, veteran suicides, suggesting the government work to obtain a new nasal spray dose of fast-acting antidepressant depressant medicine to people experiencing suicide thoughts. I, 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 talk, I heard this yesterday. I don't know how I feel about this. You know, we know... That our men and women who come back from fighting can have uh, PTSD. They can have depression. They're fighting internally. Uh, we know that y- they say there's 22 veterans that take their life a day. I'm sure that's higher. But I don't... Is there a fast-acting, um, I don't know, cure, nasal spray, to help you not kill yourself? I, I mean, I feel bad. I really do. Yeah, I, I, I mean... I can't, I, I cannot uh, relate to someone wanting to kill themselves. I've never tried, never wanted to, but we know that it happens. We, we, we know that, you know, our men and women come back from fighting and they're in a bad place and they may or may not want to continue on. And so they take their lives. In whatever way, shape, or form. Do I believe there's a fast-acting deal? I don't know. I mean, supposedly, this is a nasal spray that's fast-acting. It's an antidepressant for people experiencing suicidal thoughts. The drug, uh, let me see if I can pronounce this right. It's S-P-R-A-V-A-T-O. Spravato? Spravato, produced by Johnson & Johnson, was recently approved by the federal government. Um, I always worry about drug manufacturers who do this, you know, and that's who we have. don't get me wrong, but it worries me that Johnson and Johnson might be making it. I hope it works. Let's just put it away. In my heart, I hope it works. I hope there's an ability for veterans who feel suicidal to have some relief or have that helped. I just I just don't know. I don't know if that's the case, but Trump, I love this is get rid of the student loans. If you're wounded, if you gave your all to this country and you were wounded in, in in the military, no student loan. I love, love, love that. would love to hear your opinion. You can go over to Twitter, at Real Matlock, Parlor, Instagram, or you can comment if you're over on Facebook, the Cartel Matt or the Lock Show. I'd love to hear your opinion. Is this a good deal? I mean, is this a good deal? I think it's a great deal for our veterans. I love what President Trump's doing. And uh, I hope he continues to do that for our veterans. Okay, so let's head to the border, shall we? Hey, this segment of the show brought to you by Scars and Stripes Coffee. I'm going to tell you, you want some good coffee? But more importantly, do you want to, once again, veterans? Do you want to help out a veteran? Do you want to help them with a mission? Scars and Stripes Coffee is, 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 I'm telling you, first of all, great coffee. You can head to scarsandstripescoffee.com. They're a great company out of Oklahoma. But what they've done is they've they've set up an e-commerce platform for veterans. And they want to hire veterans. They want to hire veterans to come in and run their own business. And what they're doing is they're selling coffee, merchandise, everything on the scarsandstripes uh, Stripes and uh, jeez, can't even say it right. Scars, S-C-A-R-S, scarsandstripescoffee.com website is for sale merchandise, coffee, tumblers, whatever's on there. And this veteran, it will only be a veteran workforce, can come in. They're a ten ninety nine uh, self employed employee. Either not an, they're not an employee. They're they're self employed. They own their own business, and what they do is they sell the coffee, and they get a commission, and they can build their business however they see fit, and they're put into groups, and they have a group leader, and this is a great thing for the veteran community to continue with the brotherhood, to continue with the relationships, but to sell you fantastic coffee. Head over to ScarsAndStripesCoffee.com. Help with this veteran mission. Buy some coffee. It's fantastic. ScarsAndStripesCoffee.com. Get over there. Do it now. Check it out. You will not be disappointed. All right, let's head to the border, shall we? So Trump, well, this article came out a couple days ago, and I've been kind of pushing it to the back of the line. It just didn't go in with anything, and now I've got more border stuff. So i got a bunch of stuff about immigration to talk about, right? So Watchdog alerts Trump that border agency violated DNA collection law for years, letting violent criminals walk free. Now a top government watchdog on Wednesday of this week alerted President Trump and Congress that Customs and Border Protection through a disturbing pattern of misconduct has endangered the public for nearly a decade by failing to comply with a federal law requiring the agency collect DNA samples from detained migrants. Now I want to I want you to think about this for a second because the left has been fighting the right for a long time over this border deal, right? Uh, separation of children, all that stuff. We're going to get to this uh, Flores catch and release loophole in a, in a minute here. But here we have a law on the books, uh, you know, regarding immigration, and the left doesn't want us to follow this. So we're finding out that the border patrol is not collecting DNA samples to run against a background of criminality. That's what this story uh, comes down to. It says, in a scathing letter to Trump, uh, the U.S. Office of Special Counsel said CBP's noncompliance with the law has allowed subjects subsequently accused of violent crimes, including homicide and sexual assault, to elude detention or detection, even when detained multiple times by Border Patrol or Immigration and Customs Enforcement ICE. Now, you know the left doesn't care, right? This is the amazing thing. As I'm reading this story on Wednesday, I'm thinking to myself, you know, okay, this sucks. You know, I know a few of the Border, border Patrol agents. I, I, we know them. I've talked to Brandon Judd. I've, tar- I've talked to uh, Art Del Quinto. You know, I, we know a few of these Border Patrol guys. They're working folks. They've got an extremely difficult job, and they're not getting any help from the Democrat Party, period, because the Democrat Party does not want a border wall. They do not want a crackdown on illegal immigration. They actually want more to come into the country. So they're fighting an uphill battle now. And once again, I get a little bit uh, irritated with these articles because you know most people. I talked about this the other day. Most people in this country don't lead past. They don't read past the headline. They don't read the story. They don't pay attention to what it's saying. So we know that uh, border. Customs and Border Patrol are supposedly not collecting DNA samples for detained migrants to run against a violent crimes database, right? So the OSC, the Office of Special Counsel, told the White House that it was taking the strongest possible step to rebuke the agency's failure to comply with the law, as well as its unreasonable attempts to defend its own conduct. Now. Let me tell you what this law is. It says, under the law, the Border Patrol was required to collect DNA from individuals in its custody to be run against an FBI violent crimes database. The procedure is separate from DNA collection designed to establish familial relationships among migrants at the border. Families, we've been talking about this and the left went bonkers because we're doing DNA tests to see if these kids they're bringing are actually theirs. Because that's the biggest scam going on right now. These coyotes are renting out these children, and these children are coming into the country and like, oh, it's a family. Don't rip them apart. And then we're finding out that they're really not families at all. That the kids aren't even related to the two adults that are coming into the border, coming across the border with them. So you know, the less up in arms about this DNA test. But here we have um, the separate DNA test from this familial. You know, relationship DNA test says one troubling case noted in the letter involved a suspect in 2009. Who who was president in 2009? I'll let that sit for a minute. So one troubling case noted in the letter involved a suspect in a 2009 Denver homicide who had several interactions with law enforcement, including two arrests, but was allowed to go free until investigators finally collected a DNA sample in 2017. In another instance, a suspect in two particularly brutal sexual assaults that occurred in 1997, who was president in 97, eluded detection despite being in federal custody on nine separate occasions before finally being connected to the crime in March of 19 after a DNA sample was collected. Now, I want you to think about that because I said something here. 2009, 1997, okay? So let's think about who was president in 2009. That would be one Barack Hussein Obama. Who was president in 1997? Well, that would have been one William Jefferson Clinton. So both of these collections didn't happen under a Democrat president. Do you find that interesting? I do. I find it very interesting because as I continue into this article and as I read, which most people don't, you're going to find out that this started under one, this started under one Barack Hussein Obama, this DNA collection. The whistleblower specifically had alleged the DNA pilot program was put on hold during the Obama administration and efforts to implement it under Trump were derailed. Ha! I wonder why they were derailed. And it was put on hold under one Barack Hussein Obama. Ha! Whistleblower Mark Jones suggested federal authorities were concerned about facing legal liability from angel families or those who have lost loved ones at the hands of illegal immigrants and that by admitting fault, the border patrol potentially would expose the agency to lawsuits. And, and, and unfortunately, that's exactly what would happen. We live in a society today that is so damn Sue happy that they would, they would sue the border patrol. We're watching this. I mean, we're watching these illegals come across the border. We're watching this. Ha- I mean, I'm going to tell you something here. The poor border patrol, they just can't win. They can't win. You know, they this is what's amazing to me. And I, I know you guys understand this. You know, the border patrol is just enforcing immigration laws that are on the books that were written by who? Congress. Congress has the ability to write laws. Now, the Border Patrol is following the laws that are on the books. They're not doing anything other than that. What happens? Oh, well, Barack Obama comes in. Oh, well, you know, we're going to suspend this law because we don't like it. We don't like it. We want illegals to come willy-nilly into our country, and that's what they did. They want illegal immigration. They want anchor babies, which we're going to talk about later. They want these folks to come in and say, oh, asylum, asylum, oh, asylum. They got to stay. It's amazing. And then what do you see happening? Well, it was derailed under Trump. Why is it derailed? What is going on here? Why are people disregarding laws that are on the books? Why? I, I, I saw this the other day. And it makes amazing sense to me. Why are we negotiating with the left about laws that are already on the books? Seriously, why is it even a discussion? There's, a, there's immigration law currently on the books. Period. You follow the law. You just can't go out and drive your car 120 mile an hour on a 70 mile an hour highway and not expect to be pulled over. Oh, well, officer, we can just disregard that law. We can just disregard the fact that I can walk into a convenience store, uh, you know, pick up a, a six-pack of beer and some Cheetos, and walk out. That's theft. That's, that's stealing. Oh, we can disregard that law. But now, what are we doing with the left? We're negotiating. I mean, we're having this national argument about immigration. We have laws. Follow them. And if you don't like the current immigration laws, write new ones. Seriously. Write a new one. Get it through the House. Push it through the Senate. Let's talk about reforming our immigration laws. But they won't do it. Because why? They want something to fight about. They need a political football. How long have we been talking? Seriously. I'm going to ask this question. How long have we been discussing illegal immigration? I mean, how long? 30, 40 years? They're, why why doesn't Congress ever fix anything you know you look at President Trump what is Trump what, what is Trump known for he fixes things he 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 is a, a results oriented kind of person what does he do he gets rid of all the student loan debt of wounded warriors Bravo he he is a man of action hey I want to buy Greenland that's really weird but you know it's like wait a minute what I want to buy Greenland it's strategically good for us I'd like to sit down and talk to Denmark who owns it and let's talk about buying Greenland I mean, this guy is a results-oriented president. He gets things done. And now, here he comes along, and what is he doing? He's fighting the entire political apparatus in Washington, D.C. And I'm not, I'm not talking about just Democrats. I'm talking about Democrats and Republicans. Republicans. Both of these parties are crooked as crooked gets. They're not in power for you. They're in power for them. They're all getting money from lobbyists and special interests. They don't want immigration taken care of or solved. They don't. It is amazing what our president gets done, even though he's fighting an uphill battle with these knuckleheads who will not work with him. Instead, they're out there, oh, well, you know, we really hope that the economy crashes. We hope we go into a recession because that's the only way we can beat Donald Trump. Oh, my God. It is so ridiculous. I swear to you, every day I look at this garbage and I think to myself, somebody needs a hair. Somebody just needs whacked upside the head. Knock some damn sense into somebody. You know, here's here's another thing. So Trump comes along and says, you know, we got to fix some of this stuff. At the border, we've, we've got to fix this. So what, what's happening here? The Department of Homeland Security is issuing a Flores regulation which will allow border agencies to detain migrants and children for multiple weeks until their legal claims for asylum can be completed. The regulation replaces the 2015 court-ordered Flores rule, which said migrants with children Must be released after 20 days, even if officials suspect the migrants are ineligible for asylum. I want you to think about this for a second because I talked about this on the Border Patrol and the DNA and all the stuff going on. You have coyotes who are selling or renting children to come over with couples to make it look like they're a family. And what happens? You got this Flores Catch and Release Loophole that says you know what? You can only detain migrants with children for 20 days then you got to release them. No, and you don't know if they're they're familiar or not familiar or not. You don't know if they're mom dad child or not, but you have no choice because this rule says migrants with children must be released after 20 days, even if officials suspect the migrants are ineligible to come to this country. Pro-migration advocates strongly oppose the regulation, of course they do, even though it is also likely to reduce the death of children who are brought up to the border by their job-seeking parents. The opponents are expected to ask judges to block the regulation before it can go into effect. Yeah, you know, because the left still wants the children to come. You know, the left goes in front of the camera, oh, there's children down at the border, oh, they don't have soap and toothpaste, but let's keep bringing them here. Let's not, you know, let's not put the onus or the responsibility on the parent who has drugged this child, supposedly some thousand plus miles across Central America and Mexico to come to our border looking for what, asylum? And then we know that the asylum cases that show up on our border are only about two out of 10 or even legitimate. But yet the Democrats, wow, you know, we strongly oppose the regulation, even though it's likely to reduce the death of children. Isn't that what you want to do, left? Don't you want to reduce the death of children? Seriously. They go out there and they get in front of these microphones and cameras and they say, oh, the children. Oh, the children shouldn't be separated from their parents. Oh, children are dying at the border. Oh, don't you feel bad for the children? And yet when... Trump and the administration tries to do something? Oh my gosh, we strongly oppose that regulation. How dare you make it more difficult, President Trump, for illegal immigrants, illegal aliens to come to this country? I mean, this is, this is, this is, this amazes me. The regulation says migrants with children will be detained in state licensed shelters until their various claims for asylum are either approved or denied. Officials expect the promise of family detention will sharply reduce the economic incentive for migrants from Central America, Africa, and Asia because it will prevent migrants from getting U.S. jobs to pay their smuggling debts to the cartel-affiliated Coyotes. Without the revenue from a job in the United States, migrants know they will likely lose the farms and houses which they typically mortgage to pay the smuggling coyotes up front. See, it's a business. That's what the left does. It's a business of smuggling with these coyotes, and they're paying them, and they come to America hoping to make money to pay them back. This is going to deter people from coming here. And, of course, the left's like, oh, no. No, 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 no. We can't do that. We, we don't want people to stop. We want more people to come here. We need more illegals. We need a voting block. We need more motor voter. We need more people registered so that we have a voting base because we need a permanent underclass. The left doesn't like this at all. So once again, they're going to fight in court. This is the crazy thing. I mean, here we are. It's like, you know, we have an immigration system. We have a legal way for immigrants to come to this country. There's a way. And if I'm a legal immigrant, I am pissed off at what the left is doing to this country today. I mean, it is amazing. It is absolutely crazy what is going on in this country with immigration. And once again, the left doesn't want to fix this, they want this to continue to be a problem. So here's the thing the regulation replaces the so-called Flores court decision made in 2015 by Democrat-nominated California Judge Dolly GEE. Her decision has enabled, get this, more than 433,000 poor family unit migrants to walk through the border wall since 2018 and then into blue-collar American jobs, rental markets, and K-12 schools. 433,000 family units have come across the border because of this Flores Act in the last year and a half. Wealthy progressives welcome this huge inflow, partly because it provides them with a new wave of cheap compliant, and grateful workers to service their restaurants, clean their houses, trim their lawns without intruding into their suburbs or their children's schools. Now, is that not racist? I mean, the brown people out doing yard work, is that not racist against Hispanics? Come on. The Flores decision broke the border because it forces officials to release migrants who bring children with them just 20 days after they are caught at the border. But migrants can delay their deportation for more than 20 days by asking for asylum. This two-sided loophole leaves officials with no choice but to release the asylum-claiming migrants who are supposed to eventually face asylum hearings in Los Angeles, New York, or Chicago, or whatever city the migrants say they will live but the release grants avoid court hearings they expect to lose and instead hide in the vast population of illegal immigrants so it's a it's a horrible deal once a judge orders their deportation then progressives the establishment media and business groups protect whenever ice officials try to deport the migrants who have lost their asylum hearings migrants and their cartel affiliated coyotes have rationally exploited G's catch-and-release loophole, and so the family unit migration has spiked from just 15,000 people in 2013 to 433,000 this year. 15,000 family units to 433,000. You don't think they're taking advantage of what G did? You don't think they're taking advantage of our laws? How do they know how to do this? Who's telling them how to take advantage of this? The left. A Guatemalan coyote named Hugo Hugo, recently told the Los Angeles Slimes, children are now, are, are now a core part of the migration business. Quote, the child is the treasure, he said. It's not the adult who takes the child. It's the other way around. The child takes the adult. Judge G's loophole has also ensured the child swapping and death of multiple children, including children who die from exposure or drowning while their parents were trying to evade U.S. border control. In June of 19, for example, Reuters reported a six-year-old girl from India died of heat stroke in an Arizona desert after her mother left her with other migrants to go search of water, a medical examiner and U.S. Border Patrol said on Friday. It's amazing because look, we're trying to do, we're trying to make it so these people don't come, so they don't make the trek, so that it's not as lucrative because it shouldn't be. I mean, and this is the whole thing too. It shouldn't be. You shouldn't be an immigrant. Come here to this country and live off off of all of our hard work, get welfare and everything else, which Trump's trying to take care of, and and then you know, take our tax dollars. It should be difficult. You. There is a legal way to come into this country. There just is. There is a legal way to come into this country, and they just are not doing it. I want you to think about this. So Trump yesterday, you know, you got to love President Trump. Whenever he leaves, he was going to Kentucky yesterday to this AMBED still, right? So he walks out on the lawn. He goes to uh, Marine One, which is the helicopter and uh, as he's walking by, he, he it's always an impromptu uh, press conference, right? And, and the press asks him all kinds of questions. And he'll stand there, just like he did yesterday in his suit, in 90-degree weather, and answer their questions for 30-plus minutes. I mean, it's crazy. And he answers everything. Well, yesterday, he let slip. And maybe he didn't let slip. President Trump says he is very seriously looking at ending the current policy of birthright citizenship in the United States please let that happen. It's called anchor babies. Hundreds of thousands of US-born children to illegal aliens, often referred to as anchor babies, are rewarded with American citizenship every year. Now, here's the thing. A migrant mother is pregnant. All she has to do is make it to American soil. Once she makes it to American soil, and has that baby in America, that baby automatically becomes a citizen of the United States. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I want you to think about that. You know, you and your wife are in the military. You're on vacation. I don't know. I mean, you probably shouldn't travel when you're pregnant and ready to have a baby. But let's say you do, and you're in Germany. Because you have your baby in Germany doesn't mean that the baby's a German citizen. You're an American citizen. You just had your baby in Germany or France or Spain or Portugal or wherever, Mexico. But yet we've got illegal aliens trying to get to America to have their babies knowing that if they have this child in this country, they can stay here. It is the craziest thing I've ever seen. But yet the left's like, oh gosh, Donald Trump, he's so mean. Oh, he doesn't want these poor immigrants that have babies. These babies have rights. But yet these babies don't have rights as they're ripping them out of the womb. Alyssa Milano the other day, well, I wouldn't have a career if I didn't have two abortions. Seriously, they sit here and they, oh, these babies, these babies, these babies are so important. They they ought to be American citizens, but we'll kill the babies in our womb. The hypocrisy is crazy. It is crazy. And Trump come, came out yesterday, and he said while speaking with reporters, his administration was reviewing an executive order to end this ridiculous birthright citizenship policy. This is not what the founding fathers had in mind, that Hispanics, that Mexicans could come to this country, have their babies, and be American citizens. Quote, we're looking at that very seriously. Birthright citizenship, the president said, where you have a baby on our land, you walk over the border, have a baby, congratulations, the baby is now a U.S. citizen, we're looking at that very, very seriously. Nearly a year ago, Trump promised that he was readying an executive order to end birthright citizenship, but the issue has been stalled since October of 18, because why? They all want cheap, I mean, (sighs) these morons in our Congress just don't get it. They don't want to rock the boat. They're scared to rock the boat. Now, I want you to think about this. Because I'm saying, you, you don't go to Canada, have your baby, and the baby become Canadian. It's not the way it works. But yet, we have this policy in this country that if an illegal alien makes it to America, has her baby on American soil, that that baby automatically becomes an American, and it's ludicrous. It's ridiculous. It is insane. And then what happens after all that? Chain migration. Think about this. To date, the United States Supreme Court has never explicitly ruled that children of illegal aliens must be granted birthright citizenship. And many legal scholars dispute the idea. The children of illegal aliens, after being granted birthright citizenship, are able to anchor their illegal alien and non-citizen parents in the U.S. and eventually are allowed to bring an unlimited number of foreign relatives to the country through the legal immigration process, known as chain migration. So that that woman has her baby. Baby's an American citizen. So now mom's got to be there dad's got to be there well how about uncle and aunt or grammy and grandpa they've got to be there we've got this chain migration all of a sudden one baby turns into eight to ten immigrants who get american citizenship because this woman had a child on american soil now i don't want you to get me i don't i don't want you to take this the wrong way i don't want you to think that i don't i don't i don't emphasize game talk today don't think that I don't feel bad. Empath- empathize with these people. You know, they want a better life. Most of them do. Let's. Most of them want a better life. They come from Central America, Mexico. I mean, th- those places are shitholes. Let's just call it what it is. They're, they're not great places. So they want to come to America because of why? Because of the American dream. Because of the greatness that is America. I mean, I get it. I get it. Now, you know, the left's going to call me nationalist, they're going to call me a populist, they're going to call me a supremacist because I'm white or whatever, but I love America. And why are so many people trying to get here? Because it's the greatest country on the planet. That's why they're trying to come here. You know, the 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 the, the only argument you could use with the left today is is the AOCs of the world, the Bidens, the Warrens, all this stuff, if socialism in government rule is so amazing. If it's so great, if it's what people want, why aren't people running to Venezuela? Why are they running here? Game over. They're not running to socialism. They're coming to America because they love what America stands for. They're coming to America because they want freedom. They're coming to America because they want the ability to raise their family and not worry about if they're going to get killed on the street or live in the hovel or what food they'll have to eat. That's what's going on. And it is, I'm telling you, this is ludicrous. What is going on with this anchor baby deal? And Trump should get rid of it. Of course, it's going to piss off the left, but screw them. You know, it, it, it. once again, I'm going to go back to this as I finish up this because I'm going to move on. It's amazing that we continue to try to negotiate with the left about laws that are currently on the books. <laughs> Follow the law. And if you don't like the law, change it. Change it. Otherwise, you have to follow it. Rules are rules. We don't just get to do whatever the hell we want to do. And then you got Bernie. Well, there's too many. There's just too many people that are incarcerated for nothing because they're poor. No, they're incarcerated because they broke the law. I mean, this is so ridiculous. The left is advocating to break the law. Just follow the law. And if you don't like the the law, then make a new one or replace it. You have the power to do that. But they don't. It's a political football. I really hope. I really honestly hope that President Trump comes up with an... I hate this because it shouldn't be an executive order. This is a common sense decision. You don't get to claim citizenship because you illegally broke our law, came into this country illegally, had your baby, and now we have to take you. No. I hope Trump does it. I hate to see it by executive order, but by goodness, the damn Congress won't do anything. So maybe President Trump has to. All right. I'm going to move on here. Head over to combatflipflops.com. Combatflipflops.com. Got my zero rise flop operators yesterday. Love them. I'm going to tell you, These are some of the nicest flip-flops I've ever owned. And I wear flip-flops. I'm a flip-flop guru. I I, I wear flip-flops probably 90% of the time. The only time I don't wear flip-flops when it's cold outside. Down here in Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth, not cold very often. So I wear flip-flops about 10, 11 months out of the year. And I'm going to tell you, these things are well-constructed. They're amazing. They feel great. I've got the Coyote flopperators, and now i got the Zero Rise flopperators. And the only difference, the Zero Rise, it's not not as tall. It's better for your back, supposedly. I'm going to find out because I'm wearing the Zero Rise just to see. They feel great. I mean, the the materials that these flip-flops are made from are amazing. And if you use LOCK25, that's L-O-C-K-E-25, you'll get 25% off like I did. I mean, I bought those flip-flops for like $22. That is insanely cheap. Head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. They have more than just flip-flops. They've got clothing and shoes and shamogs and jewelry and all that stuff. Griff and Lee are great guys. Know them real well. But if you had to combat flip-flops, you use LOCK25, L-O-C-K-E-25. You're going to get 25% off today, and you're going to help educate an Afghanistan woman. That's the mission over at Combat Flip-Flops. Bad for running? worse for fighting. They don't like fighting. They believe that education helps stop fighting and they give money to educate Afghanistan women and Afghanistan women make their product. It's amazing. Head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. Use LOCK25, L-O-C-K-E. Get 25% off like I did. Go do it. Best flip-flops you will ever own. I love them. I mean, I love them. I wear them all. I mean, I've got two pair. I know that Pickled Squirrel bought another pair. She, I, thank you, by the way. If you've went over to CombatFlipFlops and purchased under the LOCK25 code, uh, that is my code. That's how I get paid. So please head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. Use LOCK25, L-O-C-K-E and get your flip-flops, merchandise, jewelry, whatever it is you get from CombatFlipFlops.com. All right. kind of stuffy today. I don't know what's going on here. I got a little bit of stuffiness going on here today, and I sound probably kind of nasally. But uh, final story, well, I might have one more after this. Um, Joe Walsh, the, <sighs> I'll tell you, this, this irritates me. Um, I'm a guy that believes in hard work. I mean, I'm a guy that believes that you get to where you're going because you put in hard work. You you, you work your tail off, you chase your dream, and if you work hard, you, you chase that dream, and you do the right things, you're going to be successful. Joe Walsh was a Tea Party congressman who has now turned into a talk show host nationally on the Salem Radio Network. I am not a Joe Walsh fan. I can't stand the guy. He um, It's really weird because phony comes to mind. He, he's a phony, baloney, good time, rock and roll knucklehead, according to one Rush Limbaugh. I didn't say banana. I can't remember. It's a good time, rock and roll, funny banana or something Rush always says. But anyway, Joe Walsh bought his way onto radio. And if you guys aren't familiar with what that is, it's called brokered time. So Joe Walsh, and I I'm not gonna I I know all of this and I think it's public knowledge, but I'm gonna leave it rest. There's a big money guy behind Joe Walsh that bought him all kinds of brokered time, which ended up getting him on the Salem Radio Network as a national show host. Now, mind you, I'm gonna say this it's you gotta have more than just money. You know, you can buy brokered time. I can buy brokered time. I've brokered time before. I've done it. So that, if you want to get yourself out there, that's what you do, right? But Joe Walsh has a big money backer. I'm not going to say who it is. You can go look it up yourself. But that entity, let's say, spent a lot of money to get Joe on the radio. So Joe got on the radio in a bunch of markets, and then he got picked up by Salem Radio Network. He was part of the Tea Party group of 2010. And back in the day, you know, he backed Trump. Uh, he he said in 2016, he wrote on Twitter, he was voting for Trump, adding, on November 9th, if Trump loses, I'm grabbing my musket. You in? So he used to be a supporter of Trump, and I don't care that he's not a supporter of Trump now. I don't, really. But now Joe Walsh is supposedly teaming up with Bill Kristol. <sighs> Bill Kristol is a complete utter rhino and a jackass. And they're going to primary... Donald Trump. That's the story. I saw it from Sarah A. Carter this morning.com. Now I'm reading New York. the New York Slimes. The New York Slimes reported yesterday that former rep Joe Walsh, Republican Illinois, is considering a primary challenge to President Donald Trump and that he is being supported by Never Trump stalwart Bill Kristol. The Slimes... Realistic about Walsh's dim chances, but enthusiastic about the prospect of a primary challenge, recount Walsh's conversion from a brash Tea Party conservative to a critic of the president. See, that's what I don't get. You're supposed to be, let's say he's a libertarian. Tea Party, right? We all remember the Tea Party ushered in a lot of what I would call libertarian conservatives, right? Um, and now just eight short years. You're now a phony baloney, good time, rock and roll, banana republic, knucklehead. Joe Walsh is a, is a knucklehead. The guy, you know, and I'm sitting here, and I used to listen to Joe Walsh. He was up in Chicago on, uh, I think it was WLS. I can't remember. It could have been GN. But anyway, I would listen to Joe Walsh and kind of liked what, you know, I, I kind of liked his message in the beginning. He has completely did a 180-degree turn because just like Scaramucci, he believes that if he goes after the president, that helps him build his street cred with the elites in Washington, D.C., maybe? I just don't get it. I don't get it at all. Uh, Before his likely announcement, according to two people I've spoken with him, uh, Walsh has hired a senior political advisor organized meeting with high-profile Trump antagonists in New York City, and published an op-ed in the New York Slimes with the goal of previewing his campaign message. It says Walsh is being encouraged by William Crystal, the conservative writer and former editor of the now defunct weekly standard because they're a bunch of rhino idiots and didn't understand their audience and ran themselves out of business. Mr. Crystal has been a never Trump Republican since Mr. Trump was elected in 16 and has been working hard over the past year to recruit someone to run against him. Unreal. And now I know. I mean, I went to Twitter last night and I'm like, well, that makes sense. What's going on with Joe Walsh? And as I'm looking at Twitter right here, the first post on Twitter, Joe Walsh, it's Thursday, who will the president of the United States personally attack on and or tweet cruel insult insults at today? And guy says hopefully you. Yeah. I mean, what a little what a little knucklehead. He's a little bitch. I mean, that's what he is. He's a little crybaby. Little Joe Walsh crybaby. It's amazing. Hey, you're you know, this is America. You're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to believe whatever way you want to believe. And if you if you disagree with President Trump, so be it. So be it. But I'm going to tell you something, Salem Radio Network, who I know several of the hosts over there are fantastic, Gorka, Larry Elder's really good, Mike Gallagher. What the hell are you doing with this piece of trash walls? Seriously. He is on over at Salem Radio Network. The dude's a Democrat. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Bill Kristol and Joe Walsh are Democrats. They're not never Trumpers. They're damn Democrats. And I know you don't have to agree with the president, but you cannot dispute what President Trump has done. Now, Mr. Crystal said Walsh's comfort with the in-your-face format of conservative talk radio makes him a potentially more effective combatant against Mr. Trump than someone like William Weld. The genteel Former governor of Massachusetts, whose own primary challenge to the president has gained very little traction. Now, here's here's the rub of this article says Walsh is something of a political chameleon, you think? Yeah, it's called a flip flopper. He's a Mitt Romney. He ran for Congress in 96 as a moderate, challenging longtime Democrat incumbent Sidney Yates in the 9th District of Illinois. He lost. He had then challenged a Democratic incumbent in 2010 and lost. Lo, that effort helped Walsh win in the nearby 8th district, where he unseated rep Melissa Bean by a handful of votes and survived a long recount battle. Now, Walsh was a frequent presence on Fox News. Offering a Tea Party perspective on the new Republican majority, but he had a habit of making controversial remarks and seemed to melt down in confrontation with constituents. The guy's crazy. If you go look at Joe Walsh in some of his videos, he's yelling at constituents. He's a moron. He he's just and you know what the guy? What a better what better of a guy to run against Trump than him? I mean, he'll lose terribly, but the, it it doesn't matter. Walsh isn't looking to win. He's looking for name recognition. You know, I'm going to tell you, we all have, all of us radio people, we have egos. My ego is huge. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't do radio because of my ego, but my ego is huge. I think I'm the best at what I do. And so does every other radio host. I mean, that's just the game. You got to think that you're the best. I'm telling you, I think my show is amazing. I don't say that to be arrogant. I say that because I believe I bring to you a quality show with quality information and entertainment that you can take and go fight the left. And I believe that I'm good at that, and that's why I do it. And so does Walsh. So I don't, I don't, see, you know, that's, the, that's okay. He's looking for recognition. He, that's what he wants. He wants a little pat on the back. He, you know, look, he believes for whatever reason, and probably wrongly, that, you know, this pro Trump thing. Eh, I'll do better like Scaramucci. Look at Scaramucci. I mean, Scaramucci is a moron. Out there just going after Trump. The guy is a lib. We know that. But And they all believe that this will get them into the cocktail scene. They all believe that this will get them into the higher-ups and the power systems and the, and the corruptness that is D.C. if they snuggle up with these people who don't like Trump. And now look, I'm going to tell you. I, I'm not a Trump apologist. I like a lot of things Donald Trump does. There's some things I don't like about Donald Trump. And I'll tell you when it happens. You know, this debt and deficit and everything that's going on, this explosion of that, I'm not a big, not a big fan of. I've told you that and I'll say it again. Not a big fan of it. But to sit here and think that you're going to make your way by being an anti-Trumper is ridiculous. And I'm going to tell you, Trump is going to wipe the floor with him because Joe Walsh once again, is a flip-flopper. He's a Mitt Romney. He's a John McCain. He's a John Kasich. These marshmallow, malleable, moderate pansies who will use their political clout for any way the wind blows. That's the scary thing. You know, they just go whatever way they think is best for them. They stick their finger up in the wind. Oh, the wind's blowing this way today. So you know what I'm going to do? this. It's terrible. You know, I see these uh, sayings on Facebook and Twitter, social media and whatnot that says, you know, if you've never pissed somebody off, you've never stood for something. You You have to stand for stuff. You have to have a backbone. That's why people like Trump. I mean, that's why I like President Trump. The dude has conviction. Like him, don't like him, Don't like the fact that he goes onto Twitter. Don't like the fact that he puts people down or goes after him or whatever else. You have to understand and you have to admire the fact that President Trump has conviction. He has a backbone. And he stands up for what he believes in. And that's a hard to find quality in just about any politician. There's so few and far between, it's terrible. You go up to Capitol Hill, you don't see any of these folks. I mean, I can count on probably two hands the number of people in our government up on Capitol Hill who actually care about you who actually care about America, who actually have conviction, and they've went up there to do the people's jobs. Isn't that sad? Isn't that terrible? I mean, we've got these politicians up on Capitol Hill who are only looking out for who? Themselves. They're not looking out for you. And once again, here comes Joe Walsh, a big slime ball, a big wishy-washy flip-flopping idiot who says, you know, well, maybe I'll run against Trump. Now, will he... I don't know. It's still just rumor. I saw it on sarahacarter.com this morning. I now see it at the, at the slimes here. We're going to find out. He's doing all of the things. Um, maybe he will, maybe he won't. I'm going to tell you, whoever they primary Trump with is going to get their asses handed to them, period. Trump is very popular among the Republican Party and will continue to be. And everybody's like, oh, please, please, please. Recession. Recession. We need a recession. Come on. We need a recession. We need the economy to quit. We need this. We need that. We need. It's so amazing to listen to this. What's the Dow at today? So just to look here real quick before the show ends, the Dow is up another 100 points today. It was up 250 yesterday. We're back to 26.3. We're about, I don't know, seven or 800 off. Of of the high, I think at 27-1 or two. So, you know, look, we're not in for a recession. The economy's doing well. It's some um, I would love to see Joe Walsh run. Let's see what happens. They're all gonna try to go after Trump. It's just what it is. All right, guys. That's it. That's unbelievable. That's it for today. An hour of conservative greatness coming on. Head over to thematlockshow.com. L-O-C-K-E, the show.com. Sign up for my newsletter. Make sure you hit that uh verb forever link. I've got uh, all kinds of stuff over there. Go check it out, sign up, follow me on social media, wherever it is. Keep sharing the podcast. You guys are fantastic. We're growing by leaps and bounds. I certainly appreciate it. Guys, that's the Matlock Show for today. The Matlock Show is out. Drive your vision with RealPage Market Analytics, providing 100% visibility into true sub-market performance with data no one else has and delivering the most accurate intelligence to guide investment decisions. Visit realpage.com slash see it all.